With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. That was Vikings head coach Kevin O'Connell talking about life without Justin Jefferson. Look, guys, if Kevin O'Connell is able to make this work without Jefferson, he should be in the coach of the year conversation at 100-1 to per BetMGM. Mark my words that if the Vikings put this together, he is definitely going to be a candidate for this award, no doubt about it. But I don't necessarily see value there, but I do want to start with a question. And I want to open Mm -hmm. this up, uh, Joe, because you look at the favorites right now for coach of the year. You got Dan Campbell, you've got Mike McDaniel at four to one. And that makes sense. You know, if we were to handicap this, that's probably about where we would have it. But I think this season is a little unusual as far as this award is concerned because Mike McDaniel, he's fun. He's refreshing. He's hilarious. He's different. Dan Campbell also has a great personality. He can be fun. He's someone you want to run through a wall for, et cetera, et cetera. I'm curious, do these personalities actually help their chances for winning this award. It's not just the record and how well the team performs, but the fact that they are so engaging in the news conference, does that help at all? I think it helps for the odds at this point in the season. When you're looking for, okay, which coaches are being bet on, it's going to be these guys, these larger-than-life personalities, along with teams that are being successful. But when I look at the history of the award, Should they be co-favorites? Are the Lions exceeding expectations? A little, but they were also massive favorites to win the division. They had a pretty high Mm -hmm. win total, so I wouldn't say it's that much. Are the Dolphins exceeding expectations? Same answer. A little. We made the case all summer for them winning that division when a lot of people when talking about Miami was, oh, well, two is going to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. You know, same old boring story. Well, he's been healthy so far, and they've been terrific, and their offense is setting records through five weeks. Yeah, I do think their personalities help when it comes to this. This is why they are priced as co-favorites, but I also don't think they're winning the award. That's what I think is interesting, that just based on history, Campbell, McDaniel, and the third favorite, Kyle Shanahan, I think the expectations were too high for them entering the season for them to win the award, so I think there's value elsewhere how about you Aaron I sure do I think the same thing because you bring up a great point the teams with with who have coaches with some of the shortest odds like these are teams we all expected to be really good now in the case of Kyle Shanahan I guess I could see how he would get some credit if you're if you're in the camp which is very controversial of not giving Brock Purdy the credit, right? Maybe Mm -hmm. uh, Shani is taking some of that shine away from him and he deserves Mm -hmm. something there. But in terms of value and teams that have been impressive, I think D'Amico Ryans love the Sean McVay at 20 to one. Gosh. And I think it was it you Joe that brought it up. Pete Carroll, 33 to one. I mean, there's definitely some 
coaches here that are intriguing with a lot more value that I think could win it. I would push back on the idea that the Dolphins are right around expectations or just a little ahead of expectations because what they're doing offensively is unreal. I don't think we were mm-hmm. expecting this. You know, 70 points in one NFL game, you know, absolutely covering really large spreads against the Giants and other teams, things like that. I think that is very much exceeding expectations. Now, look, you know, they could wind up not winning this division and then maybe he doesn't win the award. So that that's fair. But when you look at, say, teams that exceed market expectations from the preseason, uh, Judah Fortgang, friend of the show from PFF at Throw the Damn Ball, came up with a great viz that looks at these sort of teams that have exceeded expectations. Dolphins are running away as far as that's concerned. And then you've got this tier with the 49ers and the Bills. And, you know, are there values on McDermott and Shanahan? I'm not so sure. But I think that third tier, I think that's where the value is. The Texans, Lions, and Cardinals. Cardinals aren't going to perform well, so no to Gannon. The Lions, Campbell, there's not value there right now. But D'Amico Ryans, Aaron, for Houston at 14 to 1. Love it. I really like that play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, with Miami, I'm not doing the Purdy thing where I'm holding out. Like, I believed in mm-hmm. it. I talked about them a lot, but I also want to see it against a good team. Like, we've seen it against mm-hmm. New England and Denver. And most recently, the Giants, not their fault. A lot of them, a lot of tough teams not on the schedule. Aside from Buffalo, they opened the season with the Chargers. Uh, that was a close road win, a nice road win for them to get the season rolling. And it's Carolina this week. Like, from to take that next step, like, oh, okay, they really are here. They really deserve the Super Bowl price that, that they're getting right now. Uh, that, that's where I would need to be. So, yeah, when we talk about Dayball winning it last year, remember Dayball won it with a 9-7-1 and record. That's how low the mm-hmm. expectations were for the Giants. And New York bump's certainly part of it. We've seen Vrabel, Stefanski, Harbaugh, Nagy. You don't need to be a good coach. That's what we've, right? Like, Matt Nagy won it. Jason Garrett won this award not that long ago. You do not need to be a good coach to win this award. You just need to go be good for that one year, and things need to fall your way. Um, Sean McVay, 25-1. to 1. That's the one that I have to highlight here. And I know you guys mentioned it, but this looks like the best number. Like we were Mm -hmm. making the case earlier. We were talking about the Rams. Do they have Super Bowl value? Well, I think they make the playoffs value at plus 250, right? And this might be the time to bet them. Now Cooper Cup's back. We just got a little taste of what that offense, and it was a tough matchup there against the Eagles. With Puka and Cup, like, I'm really looking forward to it. You just need Stafford to be able to make it through the season. So what is the ceiling for McVay? We learned last year you don't have to win the division, and they, w- they will not win their division. But McVay, could he win it for a second time? Yes. We saw Rivera win it twice. We saw Arians win it twice. Belichick's won it three times. Parcells a couple of times. N- who's talking positively about the Rams in the offseason? Was there anybody out there? Anybody? I bet them plus 310 before the season started to make the playoffs. Did you? I but here's and yes. And we here, laughed right at here. you. I'll screenshot it. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I remember my, that day. She I kept do. receipts. Or or Ed, you were Ed, on you vacation. went off on her. 
No, Ed went off. I think wait, about wait, that. Went the off. reason. Yes, it's you fine. Did. You guys laughed. What? Whoever was on we the laughed show laughed at, at me. We, but I laughed no, at her. All the of thing us is, laughed, Joe. I, know. I thought because effort. Sean McVay had the I opportunity to go make that TV money, start a family, walk away. He is not <laughs> committing to sleep in the office. And he's a competitor. He's a Everyone's calling him a young offensive genius. Like He's not going to just have these awful seasons. And I just had confidence that he would do something and they could be a sneaky team this year yes even though ed disagreed with you and only ed on what? the show no no <laughs> joe do not rewrite history <laughs> no better than that if aaron has receipts then everyone else has receipts we can go back to the tape we have a wonderful archiving system here at oh. beql daily right paul Although I'm right. upset that yeah, it's that sounds like it sounds like a lot of work. I only got plus three ten. I should have had more value. Yeah. <laughs> I should have had more value. That's Probably not should've. enough. Yeah, yeah, it's plus two fifty now. That's not that big of a change for what they've done. I agree. Hmm. I'll jump back in, bet it again. I think it, <laughs> Jake's. I do. Jake said he'll go think... back to the archives for fifty bucks just to prove Joe wrong. I, I I'm not spending money like that. Checks this in the is, mail. I, I think it's McVeigh by a wide margin. When we're looking for value, is there mm -hmm. somebody you guys think D'Amico is close to McVeigh? See, I, I think right now McVeigh's way ahead well, of D'Amico Ryan's in this. And the way CJ Stroud's uh performing, maybe people will mm -hmm. say, Hey, he got he got a good quarterback. Things are working out. McVeigh, I think the argument in which I love about this market is like, which coach is doing more with less and exceeding yes. expectations? And I think all arrows are pointing towards McVeigh. I, I'm I will there. say the, the Texans' schedule could point to D'Amico. I mean, Saints, which I think they, they could have. Saints at home, Panthers, Bucks, got the Bengals. The Cardinals are in there. The Broncos are in there. Some iteration of the Jets are in there. The Titans are in there twice. Colts at what the about, end. What about the Rams schedule? They've got Arizona and Pittsburgh at home the next two weeks. So McVay could definitely go. This is probably the time to buy on McVay because they could go. Yeah, way it ahead. is. He could go. It way is. Ahead. But yeah. then you go at the Cowboys. Well, the Packers thing. You got Cowboys. They, eh, the Rams the close with the Niners. Good. The mm -hmm. one of their yeah. their last game is one of the the Niners games, which could have they could have the one seed done and not play anybody in that game. They've got the Giants mm -hmm. a second to last week. Uh, man, I'm liking this Rams it's spot all, a lot. All, all those bye weeks, all these teams that they're facing coming off of buys, though. I mean, it affects the Rams as yep. much as the 49ers. So that sure. schedule is a little tougher than it looks just on paper. So right. I. I even more reason. I, I still it. like Ryan's just because, like, Matthew Stafford's the quarterback. We like him. We know he's talented. C.J. Stroud, we don't know that yet. He's a rookie. Like, Stroud could be a bust. It could happen down the road. We don't know. Wow. So the fact that he's getting such a great start in terms of possibilities, it's one of them. But the fact that they're having such a great start and the Texans were so bad for so long – that's where I think the value exists. And in that division, I think that's also a big deal. So yes. that's kind of how I see things. Yep. Yeah. Agree. That's where I am as I mean, far as value is. Doing this in the toughest draft, division. You could dock them for that. Like, you know, you get some high draft picks and you actually, <laughs> even though they're rookies, you should be better, right? Did, didn't so Dayball. Get docked for that. 
Didn't Dayball get a lot of credit because it, he did that in the best division last year? Mm-hmm. Or that's what people viewed the NFC East as. And I think we're all viewing the yes. NFC West as the best division this year. So maybe the are same we? thing happens mm-hmm. with McVay. I think most people are. are. You're not? I don't know. I what do you do? AFC North? Coming... Like it just brings the average down. Coming into the season, it, it certainly depends. was not. Like it was, it was San Francisco, Seattle, and that was it. Now, like the, right. the Rams, but the Rams look spry. Are legit. Yeah, no, they look good now. I'm just trying to think: Are they? Is that the best division? What is the best division? I have no idea. That's no, a tough so, one. Like, do you need the fourth team to be decent to call? I guess you do. So, oh, yeah. What is the now? Now I got to think about this. Okay, let, let's table that one because I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Uh, we'll get to Survivor in just a bit. But first, guys, we got to talk about some really exciting news here. The American Gambling Awards has announced BetMGM Casino as the winner of the Online Casino of the Year category. This is wonderful. BetMGM currently home to over 1,500 games, one of the largest state-by-state exclusive jackpot networks in the U.S., The online casino credits features such a new bonus optimization system and an enriched player account management platform for improved margins. So again, congratulations to BetMGM Casino. Certainly well-deserved of the honor. Okay, guys, let's move on now to Survivor. And Joe, there are a lot of great picks for us to choose from. What stands out to you on week six? All right, there are three teams that everybody's going to jump to to see if they have them left, and it's the three double-digit favorites. It's Buffalo, Miami, and Kansas City. Now, the Kansas City one is interesting because they're double-digit favorite. It's a divisional matchup, and it's Thursday. So I I wonder. I'm not making the case for the Broncos to win that game in any sense. Like You would expect that Chiefs offense to do whatever they want, but a couple things kind of like make you wonder. The divisional matchups, um, the Rams in Arizona. I know a lot. I've already talked to some people that are like, I'm, I'm picking the Rams this week. This, uh, this is the spot. There's no future value. I believe in them that much. They're yep. going against Arizona. They're at home. I'm like, okay, but it's a divisional matchup. Which, what do you think? Which Rams? Which Cardinals team is going to show up? Do you trust them that much? I'm not sure. Uh, Philadelphia favored by a touchdown on the road at the Jets. Why would you use the Eagles on the road? All right. Same thing with San Francisco. Unless we find out <laughs> uh, that, oh, Watson's not playing and it's not going to be TTR either. It's, yeah. So who knows what that line ends up being? Niners have a ton of future value. That's why I would not use San Francisco. But we might get a QB3 situation going on there where you consider it. Uh, I'm not overthinking it that much. I'm going with the team in the top three point spreads that i have available and i'm rolling with buffalo this week that's what i'm doing i the other spots are pretty pretty concerning rams eagles niners you know i've already used the chiefs not much of a consideration for me but that's that's where i'm going i'm going i've got a couple if you want to walk on the wild side okay i've got one that does something bangles (laughs) Bangles? last week i've got another one and we will wait if for that Joe until Burrow later in the back. show. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming oh up next, God. Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus will join us with his week six NFL insights. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.